what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. This podcast is sponsored by Jackson Creative, a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative, we tell your story. Gentlemen, welcome to episode 25, volume 3 of a special Super Bowl edition of Big Fan. My name is Chad East, and I'm a big fan of free throw shooting with zeros on the clock. Talent sh- elementary school talent shows where we can act like Simon Cow and ridicule first graders. And last but not least, New Year's resolutions that take a sad, sad turn for the worse. Mm-mm. My name's Hank Imer, and I'm a big fan of watching city employees spread ice melt when they're calling for 40-degree weather and rain. Yes. Finding yourself in the youth basketball championships with an opportunity to complete your season undefeated. Sitting on January 31st after dominating dry January. Oh, congratulations! Woo-hoo! So it's a wrap. I mean, this is it. It's a wrap. Oh my gosh! So how are we going to celebrate? There are four of us. There are four. Did everyone make it? Not a one, (laughs) but me. You're the only one. I'm the only one. Well, congratulations uh, to you, Hank. Tell the uh, our audience a little bit about Dry January. So you made a pact to yourself and these other comrades that not one drop of alcohol for the month of January. That's right. And and Mm. you know the funny thing is. Is you were talking about New Year's res- uh, resolutions. Yes. So yes. I went into it. You know, it's easy to say dry January when it's January 27th. I mean, December 27th. Sure. Because you are coming off weeks oh, yes. of abuse. You need some time off. Weeks yes. of abuse. So I said, I'm going to do it. Our good friend LT said, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Then we had two other buddies, Ben and Mark, yeah. said, I'm going to do it. <laughs> yeah. right? right? So we get into this thing. And right when we started, LT goes, well, you know, I'm going to be out of town <laughs> on like the 10th and I'm having a steak and I'm going to want to drink a glass of wine with that. He's out. I was like, all right, you do you. Yes. You're so out, he though. did yeah. it. But last he played tennis with you the other night. <laughs> and apparently you guys had drinks. Together. I was getting ready to say if he's saying he made it through the dry January. I'm so that's, that's at least twice. Yes. Our friend Mark had a birthday mid January <laughs> and his wife begged him. To celebrate, which right, he did, right. and I think he had some other times. Sure, so multiple other times, <laughs> multiple other times, multiple other times. So I text Ben yesterday when I found out about LT lack of it, and yeah. I said, "Just tell me it's me and you." He said, "I was on vacation last week and had three beers." <laughs> so I'm the only the one that's lone stood. survivor. Yeah. Congratulations, man! Congratulations. I appreciate that. That's pretty awesome. You know what, though, I'm going to be just completely honest with it. I slept better. Uh, you know, it, there's some, there's some, uh, some positives. There's some positives that, that go with, with resetting yeah. sure. your relationship. I bet on the weekends you woke up and felt 
ready to go, right? Monday mornings felt normal. I can't terrible. tell you how much I got done yeah. between 7 and 8.30 on Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. You know, you'd be up and I'd be like, guess we're going to 8.30 church. Guess wow. what? What else are we going to do? <laughs> and you haven't been to 8.30 church since you were 15 years old. You've yet. never been, so don't <laughs> exactly. even start. Hey, I didn't do dry January. I know better. You, I know me. You do know I you. know me. I would have lasted until January 2nd. So anyway, congratulations Thank on that. Thank you. Sticking with the New Year's resolution kind of theme. So I made a resolution earlier this month, earlier this year, that I was going to get back into swimming, Hank. Okay? Okay. And so... I I did some research. I wanted to find a pool that really fit what I you know what I'm trying to do. So a lot of speakers, maybe a tiki bar, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Palm trees, kind of everywhere. But anyway, so I did some research. The Y pool, oh, it's great. It's freezing in there, man. I'm telling you, it is so cold in that pool. I can't do it. Lenore and, Ryan. And secondly, they have swim lessons for, or not swim lessons, but swim practice for the kids. So the times that I can swim, the kids are in there dominating the pool from like three o'clock till basically seven o'clock every day. So right, they're right. out. Went to check out LR, nice facility, a lot of kids swim lessons where I'm supposed to be there. So they didn't really have the lap availability. So I did some other places, even went out of town to find a pool, found a pool. Valdez. Okay. I'm like, I can't tell where I'm going because okay. it will do some damage to this place. But anyway, I found this pool. This place is awesome. From three to seven, nobody's there, right? Nobody's there. Chad more, time. It's more of a like maybe a rehab therapy kind of place with, it's not an Olympic sized pool, but it's big enough. I mean, it's, it's big, nice size laps or, you know, whatever, you know, distance. You're just pushing off the sides. <laughs> Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. What's up? Yeah, I've been to pools like that. You have two, like literally, it's two, two. Uh, Hold your breath and push, and, and then you push them back. Yeah. So anyway, I get to this place. I go in there, and I notice there's a lot of old people, which is nothing wrong with old people. I love old people, but there's a lot of old people. There's like a gym in there, and then there's the side area for the pool. And um, I walk in there. There's three lovely ladies, very attentive. Hey, welcome. This is our facility. Check it out. Here's a towel. You know, here's this. Here, here's a water. You know, making it real comfortable for right. me. Yeah. I go into the tra- changing room, take my stuff off, got my own locker in there. I'm like, hey, this is really nice. Go into the pool area. Nobody in there. Tip my little toe in the water. 88 degrees. Dude, 88 degrees? 88 degrees in the water. It's like almost. You'll die in there exercising. No, it's so awesome. I mean, it's so comfortable. Compared to the other pools that are like 38 degrees and I can't even get in. They so, should be cold. Do you I understand like that cold. when you're like doing cold. exercise, you can sweat in the water? I, I sweated a little bit in the water, which is fine by me. I'd rather be comfortable than cold or warm than cold. Anyway, let me pro, let me proceed. So I do my 30 minutes, get out of the pool. I'm feeling fantastic. Grab another towel. Every You know, I've talked to, hey, making friends in there. Hey, what's going on? Get back into the locker room and I'm like, this this is me. This is my spot. I found it. Get in the shower. They got soap, shampoo. They got all kinds of stuff in there. Come out, getting my clothes back on to go back to work. And at my locker, I'm, I'm like, something just doesn't, something's, something's a foul here. Something okay. doesn't smell very good. Okay. And so I'm getting on my shirt, getting ready to kind of put my pants on, sit down, put my shoes on. And I look over. And I think an older gentleman might have thought <laughs> they were in the bathroom, but on a bench, and then decided to choose the restroom <laughs> oh! on the bench where we're supposed to be changing clothes. Holy cow. 
We're not going back I, to this facility, are we? My, I was like, what in the world is this? What in the world is this? And so I, I grabbed all my stuff. I kind of hurried out of there and explained to the people, hey, I think someone's had an accident in there. Not anywhere near a toilet. Basically, right on a bench where you're supposed to change and put your clothes on. So anyway, were they like, oh, 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 excuse me, sir. We'll be right. Or were they like, uh, yeah, it's Phil. Well, they actually, Phil does that often. They, they acted kind of embarrassed, and I really didn't know what to say. I wanted to get the heck out of there because it was really gross. I mean, so gross. But that day was perfect until that last two minutes, and I don't know if I'm going back. What do I do? I mean, everything else is perfect, except what if every other week Phil decides to go to the bench and use the restroom? What am I going to do, Hank? What if Phil is getting ready for the Senior Olympics and decides to <laughs> land landmines in the pool? I, oh, I'm gosh, telling you right worse. now. That's scary. I'm telling you mm. right now. Mm. You do not ever go there again. <sighs> yeah, I think ever. you might be right. Unless they will sign a waiver that I won't have to. If That would never happen again. You swim with your mouth open? <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't dare go back in that pool. It's so nasty. That but is anyway, disgusting. I've got to figure out if I'm keeping this New Year's resolution of swimming again moving forward because that one kind of, it's it's hurt me. It startled me. It scared me. It was you know? me too. I was going to guess it where it is, but I'm, there's no yes, way I'm bringing I, that on. I, I, let's, don't, let's don't bring that to the table. Yeah. Here. Thanks for that story, oh, yeah. Chad. Hey, let's, you ready to, per, like, ready to move let's on? Let's get out of let's that. Let's move on. Okay. So, Hank, basketball tournament. You mentioned that in your uh, big fan intro. I got a couple great stories about our basketball too. Your team made it. Yeah, we have. We made it too. We're in the finals. We we play tomorrow. You've had a pretty up and down season. Started really you lost strong. Lost to the worst coach ever. Yes, absolutely. And thank goodness he didn't make it to the. Actually, I would have liked him in, to meet him in the final. Yeah, you that would have been fun. But anyway, so we made it to the final. Uh, over the we started really hot, then we lost three in a row, and we kind of found our groove right before the tournament started. Right, and so we. We've been in some barn burners where we won by one last second, made all kinds of stuff to get us to the tournament. I just want to tell you this one story about how we actually made it here. So we're the third seed. Nobody really thought we'd make it. We were at four and four all year. But my team has got a lot of heart. And I knew <clears throat> just with a little energy and inspiration, these this team can make it. We have what it takes. We just had a couple bad breaks. So we are – uh, fighting our way through the tournament in our last game. My daughter, Lucy Rose, is a really good little player, like a little bulldog. She's very aggressive. We are down one with 13 seconds on the clock. Granted, being down one in this league is basically being game down over. 10. Yeah. It's, I mean, you're not, you ain't going to score. 13 seconds. We got to inbound. Now with 13 seconds. Yeah, well. we got to inbound the ball under our basket. They can full court press. There's going to be 18 turnovers between now and 13 seconds when they can press. So, anyway. We, die, we diagram a play and just like the set of screen, Lucy Rose, come get the ball, take the ball, go to the basket. Just go to the basket. If you get a chance to get a shot off, just let it rip. Either they're going to foul you or at least try to get it up to the rim because, you know, we don't get many shots because we turn the ball over a lot. Right. Anyway, so here we go. Call the play. Boom. We get it in bounds. That's, the, that's hard to get it in bounds against the press in our league. It's sure. really hard. 13. Lucy's got a 12, 11, 10. She's Dribbling around, dribbling around, weaving around girls. Six, five, gets down to passes half court. Now we're at the three-point line. Three, two. We're just like, shoot, shoot, she get it She's at the three-point line now? She's at the, so she's been dribbling around just trying to get to the right, basket. Right, right, right. Three, two, one. She's at the three-point line on the side. No way she's going to make it, but she tosses. tosses it. The ref calls a foul on the floor, not while she's shooting, on the floor with zeros on the clock. We're in the one-and-one one right now. <sighs> 
Lucy Rose has to go to the free throw line. Zero's on the clock. That means they bring everybody, everybody off. off the free throw. You know, you're behind the half court line. You're by yourself. Yes. And so she looks over at the bench like us and she's like, What in the world am I gonna do? And we were just like, You can do it. Come on, you can do it. One and one. One and one. So it's either you make this do or, the or die. Do or die. This is it. So down she, by one. We're down one. She goes to the line. The ref, I mean, I know he was trying to be kind and, and felt knew that she was nervous. What he, he said, he was Good like luck. Yeah, he was like, uh, no pressure. Bounced it to her. He said, no pressure. What? You can't say that to a no. nine-year-old girl. You don't say that to me. And I'm 40-whatever years old I am. Eight. Yeah. So anyway, bounced it to her. No pressure. Anyway, she two dribbles. and we. So she's been in this uh, Elks Lodge Papa shot thing yeah, 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 yeah. for a couple years. And so we practiced free throws. I mean, we really practiced them. And so, which was great to see, she went through the routine that she does when we practice. And you could just tell her, she was focused, focused. man, focused. I was praying. I I literally, I'm just, I was like, please, God, just, you know, just for her sake. I mean, just, this is, this would be incredible for her. Let's, let's make this thing. Gets up to the line, two dribbles, looks at her target. Swish. Yes. First one in. Crowd goes wild. Still on the line. Got a chance to win it now with zeros. Goes up to the line, focus a little bit gone because the first one's in. Goes up there, boop, boop, rattles around the rim, falls out. So we go to OT. Long story short, down to OT, nobody's scoring a basket. Lucy Rose gets fouled again with about 24 seconds. Goes to the line, makes one, misses one. We hold on, advance to the finals. Advance to the finals. Advance to the finals. Out of boy. Survive in advance, Hank. You That's know, it's, what we're it's doing. funny because. It's each game is so you know we're undefe- we are undefeated through the year and we played nine games but six of the nine games were close there you know any and so like with these last four teams any of these last four yeah any of these last four can uh, can win right yeah so last night when we were we were down two with twenty seconds left and we were going back and forth back wow. and forth back and forth yeah. and we had this play go off that two parents came up to me after the game and go. Did you draw up that play? Ooh, tell me about this Did play. Did you draw up? So, you know, when you get the ball midway down, so not half court, but on the midway on half court, right? Yes. So yes. our play is our two best guys sit at half court, and they pick off each screen off each other. Mm-hmm. One runs the line. Right. One goes straight to the top of the key. Okay. The Braden pops out. Our third guy, our third option pops out. Our fourth option stands still. Right in front of the passer, stands completely still. He'll be Everybody's open. Whoop, yes, whoop, whoop, he'll whoop, be open. But yeah. he's our fourth option, mm-hmm. right? Boom, straight to him. Yeah, two dribbles, shot, right? Misses, gets his own rebound, puts, puts it back up. Oh, incredible! Okay? It was incredible. Wow, goes crazy. So, but very easily. I mean, we very easily could have lost that game, just mm-hmm. like you. It yes. just ta- it takes games where you shouldn't win that yes. you win yes. to win a championship. And a little luck. And yep. a little and luck. a little luck. Now, we're playing – you're playing Saturday at 10. Yes. And you're playing – We don't know. Well, they, the team we're playing played last night at 6.30 or 7.30, and I haven't heard the results yet. West Barkley's team won. They won. They beat the Tar They beat the Tar I didn't think – This is breaking news Breaking news. Breaking news. Thank you, Hank. West Barkley will be your – your okay. competition, okay? Wonderful. Okay. So, um, ours, our, our competition is we are, I would say, our team's got the most talent. Mm-hmm. They may have the best player. He is huge compared to our kids. He has right. 20 points. So, yeah. we got to learn how to contain this big kid. Yeah. 
Well, I'm sure you'll have a strategy. I'm sure it's going to be wonderful. And I will look forward to seeing you out there tomorrow. Championship weekend. We're going to come watch your game. Good. And I'll I'll stay and watch your game, too. Good luck to you and the boys. Um, Staying on this. Two championships. It could be two championships championships right here. here. The big fan. Unprecedented. Before we get off the basketball um, topic, let's just take a few minutes just to talk about Kobe. When, on Sunday, when uh, the news came over that Kobe had passed, and you know, I hadn't heard anything else, just just Kobe's name. I didn't know who else it was right. in the uh, helicopter at the time. And my friend Tucker, who Tucker is so good about this, I love Tucker for this. Anything that's sports related, I mean, it could be it, a trade, anything. Yeah, he will give me a text almost instantaneous, like. Anything sports-related, bowling, cricket, basketball, highlight. you name it, highlight. If it's sports-related, Tucker wants to keep me informed, and I love that about him because he's a sports dude. He's Every, like your sports assistant. Yes, absolutely. He's there to just feed me the data and then let me react, and I always send him back a text like, hey, I wonder what this means if it's a trade. I wonder what this will mean for the Chiefs moving forward. Anyway, so we have some banter back and forth. Well, anyway, he sent me the thing, and he said, bad news. Kobe Bryant passes away in a helicopter crash. Right. And typically, you know, when he sends me stuff, I send him right back. I was in a state of shock. I was like, this cannot – Kobe Bryant, he's like a god. There's no way this could happen right. to him, you know? And so I didn't – I kept looking at the phone. I was like, this can't – please don't let this be true. Um, but I know Tucker would not joke about something like that. Right. So I knew it was true, but I just did not know how to react. So I go to the television immediately, flip on the TV, and some you see the the news is starting to trickle in, and the reaction by really the world has been unbelievable. Did you think that Kobe would have this type of influence, not just over basketball fans, and just not over our country, but I'm talking about the world, his impact? It, it it's crazy because you know. The type of player he was, he was almost immortal. Kind, of, you know, like you, you think of him like Jordan, like Jordan, the best yes. ever. Yeah, absolutely, you know, nothing, nothing crazy is going to happen. Yep. And it just shows how like vulnerable, yes, you know, and how fragile life is. And you know, when I heard, I was at a funeral. Oh gosh, when somebody told me that mm-hmm. he passed away, and um, you know, I mean, it was, I mean, no more present than right there at that moment when I was right. at a funeral. But um, you know, it goes to show that life can end in a blink of an eye Mm -hmm. and you know as the story you know i i didn't realize the full story until i read an article about it about two days ago about how the pilot you know was really confused or you know where he was and it was dangerous conditions that they were flying in Mm -hmm. and um you know he couldn't hear the uh air traffic controller oh i didn't um, hear that part and they kept communicating with him and Hmm. just oh so uh, we were playing tennis and we were talking about the, the situation or the, the tragedy and one of our friends is a pilot and I was like you know because the news I heard is the pilot that was flying the helicopter was Kobe's man like everywhere Kobe went yep. that was his dude right that was his dude and I, I asked our buddy I was like man would there ever be a situation if like the weather is really bad and they say don't go but you got your man in there. He's got to be somewhere. And he's like, man, I got to be there. We got to go. Yeah. Would you ever just say, all right, let's go? Yeah. And he said, nope. Nope. You don't do it. You just don't do it. Even it's your best buddy and he's got to be here. It's a million-dollar deal on the line. Right. You do not risk it. And I'm not saying that's what the pilot did yeah, by yeah, any yeah, means. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know, you can see 
being in a circumstance like that, how it would be if that question was posed to you, know, we got to be at this game, we're going. Right. You know, that would be hard if that's your man that you fly for, that pays your salary, but you would have to be a, the professional and say, we're not doing it. Right. Yeah. Sad. Very, very sad. I mean, sad. it's just sad. Tragic. It's sad. And, you know, the other people involved, and that's kind of what was nice about Vanessa Bryant when she, you know, she, she not only said, hey, thank you for the – the uh, you know the prayers and the commitment from the world to Kobe, but you know her her feelings for the other families Family, involved sure. because you know I mean there's there's kids without both parents yes. now oh, and so uh, you know that's that's awful yeah anyway so rest in peace Kobe where would you rank him I mean this is this is the yeah. story this uh, is the question I, absolutely this is so the debate what's I, you don't I didn't realize how fantastic he was until he's gone now and they're showing all his games i saw the 60 point was 61 point game his last game i saw the 81 81 point point. game against the raptors um his championship runs where he would just take over and do whatever he wanted to do his practice regimen where he would be the first person in the gym and the last one to leave because he said no one's going to outwork me you know unbelievable because i wasn't even that big of a kobe fan I wasn't you know what I'm saying? He wasn't like my top ten favorite player, not top twenty favorite player. Me neither. Um, gotta respect it though. That's what I'm saying. You gotta respect him. So when it comes down to it, the top players of all time, I have Michael at one. I have LeBron at two. I did, too. and I would probably have Kobe at three. I did too. That's where that's where I. Would I did too. Him. You know, it's crazy about Kobe, which I didn't even realize. But if you take both jerseys. And put them with two different players. Right, both those guys are going in the Hall of the Fame. Both, both be Hall of Fame. Players. I mean, that is crazy. Unreal. The amount and how close the numbers are yes. between the two. Yes, but I mean, he was a stone cold killer. Absolutely, that's what I mean. And and I don't think LeBron is. No, I think Michael and him, Michael and Kobe, are very similar. Stone similar cold killer. And yep. the thing that I keep seeing is the trash talk and the confidence. I mean. When he was on an all-star game, it was one of his, like, mid-all-star games, and it was him and Michael. So it had to be kind of early. It was early, him yeah. and Michael. They had an exchange. Kobe did not back down yeah. one second to Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. You know, and I mean, I think, you know, there, he, there was a conversation that he had about Michael, and he was like, you know, there's certain guys that you know are going to talk trash, and you're going to dominate them, and they're right. still going to talk trash, and you're like, hey, we all know what the yes. score is here. We, know we all know what the is. score is. yes. Michael and him, he was like, we got the best of both of each other, mm-hmm. but you weren't nervous about the other guy, but you knew you had to bring your best sure. for him. And he was like, the only other person in this world that was like that, like me, is Michael, Michael Jordan. Jordan. Yeah, that's high it's company. Yeah, that's it is. a good, good class to be in. Jason Williams, the old Duke Blue Devil, who had one year as a pro. You remember the point the Bulls, guard for right? the Bulls Before that he got hurt the on a motorcycle? motorcycle. Yep. He said uh, he, his rookie year. He was playing in Chicago at home, and they were going to play the Lakers. Well, he comes to the gym at 6.30 in the morning, and here's a ball bounce. And this is not – this is in Chicago, not L.A. Here's a ball bounce. And he's like, man, somebody's here early. And he goes in there, and it's Kobe. And he's kind of starstruck, like, oh, Kobe Bryant is here? Because, you know, Kobe's at this point is – I mean, he's already height. a legend. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's incredible. And, uh, and so they started talking, and so they – warmed up together did went through their exercise regime and what they do to you know warm up during the morning and so then jay will said he went back did some other stuff ate lunch all this other stuff came back to the gym 
Kobe was still in the gym. And so after the game, Kobe lit him up for like 38 or whatever. They started talking. And Kobe was like, you know, I was not leaving that gym until I saw you actually get in your car and leave because you were never going to outwork me. That's what he told him. You were never going to outwork me. And so he did not leave the gym until he saw Jason, get in his car and leave. I heard him him talk about his work ethic one day. They were talking about, you know, why is he? Why do you, does he believe that he is the best? Yeah. Or, you know, one of the best. And he said, "My mindset is different than everybody else's." And he said, "Michael and I have these, this complete killer instinct." Mm-hmm. But he said, "It's about the math." Okay. And he said, "It's about the math." And he was like, "When I get up to work out in the off season, I get up at four a.m. I'll be in the gym at four thirty. Mm-hmm. I'll work till seven thirty. I'll go eat breakfast. Yeah. I'll come back to the gym at nine, and I'll work till lunch." I'll eat lunch. I'll go back to the gym at one and I'll work till four. Mm. And then he was like, most guys are going to be there from nine to 11 or nine to 1130. And then they're going to be there from one to four. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have two more sessions of three hours, six more hours. Now put that into a week, put that into a month, put that into the year. Look at how much more I've trained sure. than these guys. Why wouldn't I be better? Yes, I how could be I not be better? Yes. Wow! And so he was like, that's, he was like that's, "That's the DNA. It's not the DNA, the mentality of it is I've spent years more than people getting ready for these right. games. Wow. And so think about the years more of working out, shooting, practicing. It gives you more confidence because you've be- you got to believe in yourself. If you know you're outworking everybody, you know that they can't hold a candle to you. So when you get to the court – Think about how confident you are. Dude, I, I'm in the gym more. I work out more. I run more. You can't, you can't check me. The other thing you know? he said, the other thing he said is that Phil Jackson was, had a huge impact because he said every time that they went to practice, Phil made it. He said, the problem is, is everybody wants a day off. Let's have a light day. Yeah. Let's go through things. He said, every one of Phil Jackson's practices, you got your feelings hurt. You played hard. He was like, it was more intense than a game. Really? He was like, so at the, when you'd get to the Believe game, that, yeah. it was easier. Ah, yeah. He was like, people would get their feelings hurt because we'd get in fights and we'd get mad, but it was yeah. more intense. Yeah. And he was like, and that's what a practice should be. Your practice should be harder than your game. Yeah. And the game should be the reward. And he was like, if I made that yeah. shot in practice over Shaq, right. I could definitely do it over Ben Wallace. Yes. Deadlift shrimp ain't got nothing on <laughs> nothing. me. Right? Vladi. So. You know, you mentioned Phil Jackson. I haven't heard any comment from Phil yet. Have you heard anything? I haven't either. And I, maybe we won't because Phil and Kobe had a really strong relationship. I mean, it was tight. But he's really the only one that I've not heard any comments from, e- tweets, email, anything. So yeah. it's pro- he's probably truly affected by this. I'm sure. So uh, anyway, rest in peace, Kobe. There will probably – well, there will be no one else like you. Can I say the downside of this? Sure. This, the thing that I think is the worst in something like this, this is a tragedy and everything. The media oh. is awful. Terrible. I mean, it's, it is the Terrible. media gets excited over this stuff like this and how to. So when it happened, when did it happen on Sunday? Sunday. It happened on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Monday, I was listening to a radio show and the guy came out and he was a, a, a VJ or a, you know, a DJ, DJ or whatever. Yeah. The way he was talking, and it, it seemed so insincere, like he was Kobe's best friend. And I could tell he was trying to get impact sure. for the audience. Sure. And I thought, these guys whore their way out yeah. on tragedy 
to make to ratings. And I, I hate, you know, yeah. I just, I was sitting there and it, regardless, a lot of people didn't like Kobe. Yeah. Like they thought he was a, an ass. Sure. But for the media to do that, I felt like, you know, and I felt like there's there's probably NBA players that are overselling their personal side of it. Of course, so they can get their face on the television right. for a minute or two. That's yeah. what I don't like yeah, about I, social media. That's I what agree. I don't like about the media with all this stuff. I agree. I'm going to throw one more really sad thing because, you you know, his relationship with his daughter, Gigi, and she passed in the accident too, which is so sad. And this thing called Girl Dad's been going around just really moving. Uh, a bunch of my buddies who have daughters like I do, you know, they're taking pictures because their daughters are athletes or they're – really smart kids or they're artists or whatever. And so anyway, taking pride in the relationship between your daughter. I heard this story and this is so sad. So Gigi loves basketball, loves basketball. And Kobe, you know, loves basketball. So they have this immediate bond. And so he actually was their coach. They were called the Mambas, you know, so they were the coach and everything. And Gigi was, she was going to go to UConn and UConn's got this powerhouse of a team. And the, the sky was the limit. So what they were talking about with Gigi's passing, can you imagine in the WNBA, Gigi's there, Bryant on her back, Kobe supporting her with 110%. Do you imagine what, for girls basketball, what it she could have done? Yep. You know he, what I'm saying? He said on New Year's Day, they said uh, Stephen A. Smith was with like – Jay Z and some other guys on and Kobe on New Year's Eve, yeah, or in New Year around New Year's, and Kobe was talking about. He was like, "Wait till you see Gigi. Mm-hmm. Wait, she's got my mentality. She's got my DNA. Yeah. She's got my work ethic. She's right. going to be something she's special, be some, a star." And you know? you're exactly right because he was really trying to push. Girl, oh, yeah. girl basketball and female basketball. And I heard that interview where they were talking about he was around his family, and somebody was like, "Oh, Kobe, you need to keep trying. You and Vanessa need to keep, keep trying for a boy so you can get your legacy going." And Gigi was like, "That's my legacy. That's right." <laughs> yeah, and, and he said, "I don't need a boy. I'm a girl dad." Yeah. So I just love that. That is great. Oh, uh, so anyway, um, I I hate it. it's just such a tragic story. But anyway, yeah, thinking of you, Gigi and Kobe on this day, and you know, rest in peace. All right, buddy. So one other thing I wanted to to mention, because we're on this theme of young folks and basketball and all this stuff. I am for I was asked to help out to uh, create a talent. It's not really creating a talent show. There's a talent show in place for Oakwood Elementary School. where My daughter, Lucy Rose, goes and it's just this great event that happens at the middle of the school year and all the the kids bring their Finest talents to the stage, right? So you have singers, jugglers, soccer players, comedians, uh, jump ropers we've had, um, dancers, you name it, we've seen it at the talent show. Well, anyway, I was asked to kind of help organize this and, and help with the rehearsals and get the show ready to go. We've got our friend Andrew who's behind the uh, glass over here is going to help with the lighting. Andy Roney's actually the executive director. He's putting on the show with the music. So anyway, they've asked me to come help and go into the room when the kids come and kind of help them to make their act a little better. All right. And so there's another fella in there with me, Andy Roney, and we're kind of like good cop, bad cop. Right. And so they come in and I'm like, Hey, thank you guys so much for being a part of the talent show. We're so happy to have you. I cannot wait to see what talent you're going to bring today. And then Andy's in the back like, just get over here. You know, so it's that kind of – he's the Simon Cow. I'm the Paula Abdul, if you will, of the of the show. 
So we start. You think this is good for these kids? Oh, this wait age? till you hear this one, buddy. Has it already happened? So the rehearsal. Oh, yes. Yeah, so we're on our first rehearsal was yesterday. We've got our next rehearsal Thursday, and then the show's next Friday. You know, you're going to shatter some egos here. <laughs> listen to this. This is funny. I mean, it, just to listen to the story. It's great. So anyway, the first groups come in, and we start with youngest to oldest. So the first group comes in, and there's a first grader. And I don't recall his name, but he's got a little harmonica in his hand. And I'm like, and he comes in, he's really shy, like barely don't, he doesn't even want to say his name. Hi, I'm Chad. What's your name? So what's that again? So he very, very shy. Don't want to be there. Just shy. He wants to show us his talent, but he really does. He's a very shy guy. So we're like, all right, Andrew, it looks like you're going to play the harmonica for us. Can't wait to hear it. Whenever you're ready. And he's getting the, all the lights and everything kind of queued up and we're like, you're on. And Andrew was like, Hello. I'm going to play the harmonica for you today. So he gets up and he goes like this. <laughs> and he puts it down. And Andy and I are looking at him and I'm like, yes, and yes. Andrew, you know what? That's phenomenal. <laughs> phenomenal. And I'm good. I'm Paula, right? I'm way to go, Andrew. That's so great. Yes. So More of that. The bad cop over here to my right, who he's got to do it because his task was to whittle down the field. We can't have 30 acts. Right. We're supposed to have 16. Right. And so uh, he says, Andrew, I'm going to be frank. That is not a talent. <laughs> Anybody can walk up on the stage and blow into the harmonica. This is a talent show. Oh, my <laughs> God. And I'm kind of like looking at Andy, and he'll listen to this, and he'll find it quite funny because this is exactly how it went down. And I'm like, whoa, 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 oh, but Andrew, it was great. It was great what you did. And he said, if you want to – so then after I say that, he says, if you want to be in the talent show, you're going to need to learn a song, all right? You're going to need to learn a song. And I'm looking at poor Andrew, and he is like shaking like this. Poor is mom Bella. and dad in the room? No, this is it's just the – the kid and us critiquing and so he like turns away and like i think he's just trying to flee he wants to get the heck out of there and i said andrew before you leave i said no let's let's take what andy's saying he said learn a song so do you know twinkle twinkle little star and he said yes i said sing it with me twinkle twinkle boom you got it i said well let's do this hold your harmonica up and even if you went like you can be on this stage i said can you do it andrew can you do it he's like yes i can do it i can do it so he leaves, and I looked at Andy. He was like, "Whoa, that's pretty rough, brother. That's a first grade." He was like, "I know, but you know, we're trying to help him." Right. So, trying to help. Trying him. To help. So the re- re- first rehearsal was yesterday. We go through the list. I'm on the mic. Andrew, playing the harmonica. Please come to the stage. Please come to the stage. Look around. No show. <laughs> no show. No, Andrew. But anyway, maybe he's saving up for second grade talent show. Maybe. So that's the story of the talent show, how the rehearsals and how the auditions have been. Unbelievable. It's brutal, brother. Brutal. Good but, acts? You got some good acts oh, going on? Oh, we have on? some fabulous acts. His daughter, Mallory, who is blowing me away with her voice. She can really sing. She's in it. Lucy Rose is dancing with her friend Ella. There's a couple other girls singing. JB in it? JB was going to choreograph CeCe's dance to... Uh, What's that show? What's that song that everybody, uh, Little Nas? Oh, yeah. Uh, whatever, the, uh, Old Town Road. Old Town Road. So she has a horsey, and she has a cowboy hat, and she has this whole dance routine. And She didn't so, make the cut. <laughs> she didn't make the well, cut. No, listen. She's going to make the cut, but she got really nervous. Stage, Kind of a little bit of stage fright. Yeah, so she did a f- fabulous job, but um, she couldn't do a rehearsal, so we're going to bring her back next Thursday. She's going to. 
Okay. Rehearse again. Yes. Old Town Road. Old Town Road. She was great. There's a really hilarious two comedian groups that are just awesome. Very dry humor. Like they'll tell a joke. Uh, I can't even remember. They were around spacecraft. Like they're yeah. focused on spacecraft jokes, you know, tons of spacecraft jokes. Sure. And so they, they nailed one. And so he'll just look up. See if you know what I'm saying. I'm saying, and then look up to see if he gets a laugh, and then he'll just go back down his list. I mean, <laughs> hilarious! That's great. hilarious. So anyway, the show is next Friday. It's it's going to be pretty awesome. But that's awesome. that's how it's been at the talent show. That's funny, Hank. We've got a lot of uh, other great things to talk about. But before we do, let's take a quick break and thank our sponsors. Hey, this is Alan from the Foot Candle Films podcast. Interested in promoting your business or event to an online audience? Consider advertising on the Mesh Podcast Network. Head over to themesh.tv for details. All right, we're back. So, Chad, um, before we get started, on, I know you got a couple of things that you want to talk about. Yeah. Um, I get a live video last weekend, mm. and uh, I have a friend of ours that sends a video, and the only thing that it says in the comment line is, I got chatted. I got chatted. <laughs> chatted. Chatted. Okay. Okay. Uh-oh. So what this means what is this many, mean? as, many of us know <laughs> that you will create a dark, deep hole late into the evening and drag people into this hole with I you. I wouldn't say this is a dark, deep hole. I think this is a tunnel of light, a tunnel okay. of glory. All yes, right. Yes. Well, I got a, first of all, I got, you know, somebody said that they had a very hard time. They're very sleepy and had to get up on Sunday and they could not do it. Yes. But the other thing is, is I got a video of you and one of our close friends singing very close to one another, <laughs> like very close, like like cheek to cheek like almost. Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper in A Star Is Born. It maybe? was, yeah, it was like uncomfortable <laughs> to watch this. Delete, I, delete, delete this video know, immediately. And I knew it was probably about 12 a.m. <laughs> and you, you were feeling it. So was yeah. the other guy. Oh, but yes, I will say the yes. other guy, I don't know if he was feeling really good or what, but about every other word was incorrect that he was singing <laughs> on that thing. And so you guys were really playing off each other. You were talking about good cop, oh, bad cop, yes. but you guys were really singing. I don't, I think you were like forgetting every fifth word. He was forgetting every other, other word. word. Okay. And good. we had a full song. Yes. So I just wanted to tell you, shout out to my, my paparazzi and uh, my source out there yes. ready to provide me with a video because this, it was, yeah. it was a scary sight. Yeah. Well, the, the scary, even scarier, there are videos like that. All across the cyber world. All across. Every, the whole universe. There's a lot of people that got chatted about 2 o'clock in the morning yep. and you're trying to sing something that doesn't sound just perfect. Or maybe you're doing this dance move where your shirt's half off. You know, it's it's all over the place. Right. Like, right. So my suggestion to everyone who owns one of these videos, delete. Delete immediately. Put right? it down. Delete, yes. Thank you. All right. All right. So, buddy, we're going to try something new. I know how you... The hit of our show is when we go through the list, Hank's Hierarchy and all these other games we play, and we get to dive deep into your brain, okay? This is a new game. Okay. This is called The Weakest Link. And how this game works, Hank, is I know you're a TV guy. You love some movies, love sports, love music. I'm going to give you a couple shows, movies, whatever they might be, and I want you to tell me out of the ensemble cast or team who is the weakest link of the group. Now, I don't know these. You, the, to the, the, audience, the audience, we have not talked about no these. No clue, so I'm just going to drop them on them. So I'll call <clears> it out. You just tell me, kind of walk through it in your mind, All if right. you will, so we understand how your brain works. Are you ready? Sure. Weakest link, 
Television is where we'll start. I know that you love this show. That's why we're going to start here first. The show is Seinfeld. Greatest. Remember the ensemble cast. You've got uh, Elaine. You've got George. You've got Kramer. Kramer you got Jerry. We'll, f- we'll start we're with We're not going to do the periphery. No. We're not doing Newman. Let's we're go not with doing the main any characters. Talk to me. Who is the weakest link of this group? I would say throughout the duration of the show, I'd say it changed a little Shh. bit. Let's walk, walk us through it. Okay. I'd say at the beginning... The physical, you know, Kramer was always the physical comedy. Yeah. But I'd say the very beginning, Kramer was the weak link because he didn't add comedy. It was just physical. Sure. Right? It was just the hey, way. Hey, yeah, welcome yeah, to the door. Yeah. Yeah, but then it. as the, the show went on, they added him a little bit more parts, and he, he did a little bit more. Yeah. You know, George was the same way towards the beginning, too. Okay. Right? I would say Elaine and Kramer held different parts. Now, I love Elaine's character. Yes. I think she was hilarious. But I think both of those were the two characters that probably ebbed and flowed the most. Right. Jerry, I think, was consistent. I think George was consistent um, in different ways. So give me the week. If you had to take one out of the show, who's it going to be? Probably Elaine. Okay. I, I don't. You're a way big more Uber Seinfeld fan than me. I like the show. What I, I thought Elaine, for me, was my, the favorite. She was my favorite cast member i thought the weakest link was jerry and this but let before you give me a weird look so jerry it's the genius of jerry he wanted to put characters around him that could be the star right even though his name's on the marquee he didn't have to fill the role as the star that's his genius so to me it the show isn't even about him man it's about those other three members i disagree so, uh, that's why we're having the show. So anyway, my weak link, Jerry, your weak link, Elaine. Well done. Next, I don't know if you like this show as much as I did, um, but I really love this show. It was Friends. We've talked about it here before. You know, you've got six main characters. Right. You have your Ross. You got your Joey. You got your Chandler. You got your Phoebes. You got your Monica. And you got your uh, Jennifer Aston. Ra- Rachel. Weakest link. Ross, by far. He's everybody's weakest link. He's, Tell he's me why. The, he's the worst part of, uh, like, a man. You know what I mean? Like, you look at him, and you're like, he ought to get his ass kicked. That's, what, that's the way I feel when yeah. I feel. I feel like Joey's hilarious. I feel like Chandler is hilarious he's and has absolutely like hilarious. some intelligence to him. Mm-hmm. Phoebe would be the next. I feel like her comedy is weak. And that whole thing, it was kind of like Jar Jar Binks from Star Wars. Uh, okay. I feel like it's that that goofball comedy. Um, so I'm definitely – Ross is a no-brainer. Yeah, so Ross, if you do a poll of this stuff, I mean, he he's coming in at like a 63% clip as the weakest link. For me, Joey is the weakest link. I'm trying to – But that's his character. I know, but I'm – it's hard out of that group, that ensemble cast, to pick a weakest link. I'm just saying, Joey, he did add some humor, like the dumb, athletic uh, jock. jock humor, right? And to me, even though it's hilarious, I'm on a little higher level than jock humor, Hank. More sophisticated. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? Yeah, you're a sensitive guy. I get it. Just <laughs> yes. like Ross. Yeah, okay, whatever. Okay, so you got Ross, I got Joey. All right, Modern Family. Modern Family. You know the show. I do. I don't watch it all that much, though. So if you, you want me to take what I see sure, and then you sure, can come sure, in. Sure, sure, sure. So that. it kind of ebbed and flowed, too, for this character that I'm, I'm going to go with at the end as my weakest link. You know, it's this last season. It's getting ready to end. The show is hilarious. Easily the strongest character to me is Phil Dumphy. That dude is absolutely hilarious. Everything he does. He's a real estate agent, right? Real estate agent. Yeah. I figure you would like him. Yep. I I think he's hilarious. Oh, so funny, everything he says. So when it started, 
Sophia, uh, not Sophia. What's, what's the wife's name? The Latino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah anyway, yeah, I know. Beautiful, but when it started, her character was the weakest to me. Right. As it kind of progressed, she got a little bit stronger. And when it first started, one of the strongest characters was this little guy named Manny. It was the beautiful her son, her son who. Right. Just was witty. You know, his character was, he's a little boy, but he acts like he's an adult, right? Mm-hmm. And he's, like, dressed up in suits and scarves, and, you know, he does like, has a fake cigar that blows bubbles and all this stuff. So when it started, Sophia, whatever her name is, was the weakest, and Manny, to me, was the strongest. But it completely shifted. Now, Manny, he still acts the same, but now he's, like, 28 years old. His character's terrible. Terrible. So if I had the winkest leak of the show, Manny is the one. Phil be number one. I would have he said is. the dad uh, or the the new husband to the pretty woman is yeah, the weakest. Al Bundy Al guy. Bundy yes, guy. Yes. I mean, I think he's just there for, you know, he was a celebrity. The two guys that are the couple are yes. hilarious. Oh, they're great. They're, and they're great. Dumpy's hilarious. Yes. She's a good – I'm with you. I think that that guy had served zero purpose. You yeah. could replace him with anyone. Okay, got you. The, and I'll throw one thing more in here. So the little girl who's adopted by the two guys, uh, the little girl from Korea – She's the worst actress of all time. I'm just going to throw that in there. She is not good. Okay? You're really hitting on all oh, side. Killing yeah, I'm kids killing on kids this. today. I'm killing kids. Okay, last but not least for television, and we'll roll right into movies, Office. Do you watch The Office? I, I okay. Do. Give it to me. Weakest link. You know, it's probably a peripheral. You cannot – there are a ton of strong characters, but I'm going to go with which person was actually – you know, I don't remember their names. Okay, so the um, – the manager. Yes, Steve Carell. Steve Carell yep. certainly certainly is not the weakest link. Yeah, he's the great. couple, the young couple. Yeah, Jim and Pam. Jim and Pam, yep. they're not. It would either go down to I think Dwight Schrute was a push. Okay. <laughs> Love Dwight Schrute. Okay. Number one for me. I think yeah. he was a push, but I also think that the Phyllis character was just a <laughs> space eater. <laughs> you had to have a I understand what you're saying. You had to have a Phyllis. Um Mine would probably be Stanley. I, me and my daughter. Oh, Stanley was fantastic. <laughs> me and my daughter went through this list, and I said, Stanley. She was like, what are you talking about? Stanley's the bomb. He I love the Stanley. Bomb. But mine easily is Dwight. I, funniest to me is Dwight. I think he's hilarious. But you know what? I take that back. I might go, no, I was going to say Jim is the weakest link, but you got to have Jim in there. Yeah, I think Jim's humor is hilarious. He is, he is great. I don't know on this one. And then it's the new guy, me. who's the new guy that came in? That oh, Andy. 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 He's awesome. He's hilarious, he's too. Awesome. He's one of the stronger ones, yes. too. Yes, love it. All right, so anyway, I'm going to have to say a not applicable. I can't pick one for the office, and you're going, Phyllis. <laughs> Phyllis. Okay. Very good. All right, straight into movies, Hank. We'll just do a couple of these. Star Wars, the original cast. Give me the weakest link of the cast. We're going to count Han Solo. We're counting Luke. We're counting Leia. We're going CP3. C3P. Yeah, two droids. Two droids. We'll throw in Chewie. Well, now we can't throw in Chewie because he don't really – he doesn't say enough. He doesn't do enough. Yeah, I'm not I, I'm not kicking Chewie off anyway. Yeah, he's staying on your, on your uh, list. Go ahead. Original cast when Original we're sitting cast. there, Leia's got to be it. Leia's she's a go. non-decision maker. Mm. She does, she's getting carried around. She doesn't – you know, I mean, she's a, she gets, in the end, a general for no reason. What has she done? She <laughs> got thrown in a compactor with him. She got caught by some – what was that ball that was floating around that had a syringe on it? Oh, Yes. Hit her with some truth serum. Yeah. Um, that's a good choice. But Leia, she is the princess. And, you know, she she's princess, man. Um, Just because she was born into the, I, the throne. She I got to keep her. You know, I'm terrible. getting rid of. 
He's just a, a bag of parts. It's going to be C-3PO. He's guy, out the door. That dude is so suck. annoying. Guy does I mean, suck. I cannot stand this guy. I would probably say the same thing. Throw him in the trash compactor. I don't, even, I don't <laughs> consider him a character. Throw him in the trash compactor. Compact him. Let's get rid of him. Chewie, he's staying. Oh, oh Chewie. Chewie doesn't have to Come say on, anything, buddy. man. You the bomb. That little uh, bo- crossbow laser shooter. Unbelievable. All right. This one. You're much more fan of this movie than me, so and I don't know all the characters, but I know the one that would definitely be the weakest link. We're going Avengers. There's a big group of Avengers, but we're not going to go to like Ant Man and all that. We're going. Oh, we're going to, I was going to say Ant Man. We're going to condense down to the main group of Avengers. Okay, all right. So let's go. Golly, I Spider Man. That's I mean, your weakest link. Whew. I mean, I, I like. That are you talking awesome. about your like Black Panther people? Ones I'm that they made. I'm just, so you got yes. Guardians of Galaxy. Black no Panther. Guardians. Let's go. Like you got the dude, and the, the, you got your Thor. You got your Captain America. You got your Spider Man. You got your uh, Black Iron Widow. Man. You got your Iron Man. Black <laughs> Widow. You're gonna add Black Widow. Done. Over Black gonna, Widow, easy choice, yeah, right? If yes, you're going to yes. add Black Widow, yeah. I'd even throw Wonder Woman in there. <laughs> you know what I mean? If she, I don't even know if I don't she's, think in, she's in that no, family. She's, not she's in, in a family. different family. Yeah, yeah, but I mean by far. Gardens of the Galaxy. Oh, let's go do them real quick. Have you watched that? Yes, of course. Oh, my gosh. They're hilarious. I think the only person that you could probably say is the weak link in that is Groot. Because all he says is, I am Groot. But that's but half the movie. That's I half do the movie. love Groot. I think Drax, who's the bald guy, is hilarious. Yes. He's the Jack guy. Yeah, Drax, yes. Drax, yeah. yeah. He's fantastic. Yeah, he's great. He, he great. could be the funniest. We watched it the other night, and Harris was horse laughing <laughs> when he looked at hey, the Drax. girl that had the uh, That's who my antenna. weak link is. That girl sucks. What did she say that's funny, or did she? No, no, no. He, okay. he, they were talking about beauty, and he looked at her, and he was like, you're beautiful, too. On the inside. <laughs> <laughs> and Harris just died. Just died. That's great. But, uh, That's I'm with great. you. Like, that, that chick, she yeah, was terrible. She, she got to go. But uh, Groot's pretty bad, too. Yeah, love it. All right, last one for movies. This is kind of tough, but Pulp Fiction. So let's let's just talk about the characters real quick. We're going to take Marcellus Wallace. Right. We're going to take Uma, Thayer, Uma Thurman's character. We've Bruce got Willis. Bruce Willis. We've got John Travolta. And we got the man Samuel L. Jackson. Those are going to be our five. Right. The weakest link out of this Crew. John Travolta. I know, um, okay, so I, it's a tie between John Travolta okay. and Bruce Willis. Tell me why. Okay, I think Bruce Willis, his character was um, a little bit uh, exaggerated on his toughness. I don't think he was the guy to play that part, I don't think. And I think uh, when I saw um, John Travolta, he needed to be cast as a guy that was tougher, too. Okay. So, I mean, I just I felt like he was kind of a, a weak choice on that. Okay. Um, mine is John Travolta, too. That's my weak link. Um, I had it down because, you know, Samuel L. Jackson, he ain't going nowhere. Marcellus Wallace would have been a good choice. Possibly. I thought Uma Thurman was great in the movie. Um, but I chose John Travolta because it was between Brad uh, or Bruce Willis, too. But Bruce Willis, in the scene when he goes to the bar and he asks for the pack of the red apples and lets uh, Al Green is playing in the background yeah. and he's getting ready to go talk to Marcellus yeah. about the fight, just because of that scene alone, I was like, Bruce Willis is staying. That son of a bitch is bad. I would and have so, said Jody, maybe. Remember when, <laughs> yes, when he was buying the heroin? Yes, yes. Which one's Jody? Jody. The one with all the crap in her face? That's it. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, that's good for the Pulp Fiction. We both agree on John Travolta. Okay, we're moving into sports. We're going to go real fast here. The Dream Team. 
All right, mine is Christian Later. The original Dream Team, 1992. Who is the weakest link? I've got the I've got the players. I was getting ready to you say. got Michael. You got Magic. You got Larry Bird. You got Charles Barkley. Carl Malone. John Stockton. Chris Mullen. Scotty Pippen. Clyde Drexler. Patrick Ewing and the Admiral David Robinson. Christian Leitner's on the team, too, but we're not going to count him because he would be the weakest link. The but Admiral. Admiral was the weakest yeah, link. Yeah, I really. would have said Chris Mullen, but he, that cat could shoot. Yeah. He, yeah. I mean, any, you know, I, I, I like the post player, but you got a key, uh, you know, you got the dream on there. Yeah. No, he's not on there. Who's the other big guy? Ewing. You got Patrick Ewing. In his prime. In his prime, yes. You have Carl Malone playing the four. Anyway, so you're going Robinson. I'm probably I'm going to go Chris Mullen. We got a lot of shooters on this team. Um, that's a tough choice, but that's a loaded squad. Loaded that squad. Is I'd rather nasty. have I'd rather have Drexler down low than uh, than uh, Drexler and Malone standing outside Ewing than David David Robinson. Robinson. Okay, maybe so. All right, so last one for sports. This one, this is a tough choice. Okay, I don't know if you've heard about this team, but in 1992 at the Foundation Center, there was a team called Follow the Leader. This, Chad East. This, <laughs> this team consisted of super, like uber athletes. Are you ready for it? Chad East is my weakest link. I'll, listen to the t- team. So here's what the team consists of. We were regular season champs. Lost Edit in the, this out. Lost those. in the finals, okay? Chad East point guard. PD King, two. Will Rowland, two and bench. Hootie, five. Roger Young, four. Steven Sparks, three slash four. Casey Goodwin played the three. Rob Nance, Waterboy, John Wade, clean my shoes. Tell me the weak link of this team. It's, I'll tell you the weak link of this broadcast right here is you <laughs> because all you're trying to do is bring your buddy's names into this thing, okay? I'll say you all suck, okay. and I'll, okay. I can't believe you would try to pull that because you're bringing Steven Sparks into yeah. this? All See, right, he was That's an all-star. A knife at a gun he fight. was an all-star in 1992. That's a he knife was. to a gunfight, okay? <laughs> if you want me to say the weakest link, I have – a multitude, but today you have shown low bar. You remember when I was criticizing the media about 15 <laughs> minutes ago? You're yes, the person. No, you are this person. You're the person that does this. Do you think I said this just so I would get to bring my buddy's names into Hi, the Hi, John mix? Wade. <laughs> Hi, Mr. Nance. This is ridiculous. Oh, so funny, but at least I know they'll download now. At least there's a couple extra downloads no in it for us. Yes, they will download this episode, no doubt. And last but not least, we're going to go music. Weakest link, Jackson Five. <laughs> is it Tito? Is I don't even know the other Jermaine. one. Jermaine. Is it? Let's just go with. I think Jermaine. Just is, go with Jermaine. I think Jermaine's yeah. the the weak link because have you heard of Jermaine afterwards? No, I have not. No, you heard of Tito? Like maybe he smacked somebody around or. I think Jermaine did have one hit. I cannot remember what it is, but we'll find it and we'll bring it to the uh, next episode. But yeah, let's just let's just say Jermaine. Jermaine. Okay. okay, awesome. That got through weakest link. Good job. Now this is last but not least, Super Bowl props, Hank. So there are a million Super Bowl props here, and I know you and I could talk for days about will Mahomes throw for three hundred seven right. yards? The over under is fifty four and a Nobody half. Nobody wants to hear. Nobody that, wants though. to hear that stuff. You know what they do want to hear, Hank? They do want to know the odds of Demi Lovato's national anthem length. Will it go over two minutes or under? Let's go. She knows this now because this used to be a real obscure bet that I guarantee the the people would not even think about. You know, like when I mean, they didn't hear about it. They didn't care about it. She knows about it. 
and she's thinking about what she's going to do. Where would you say she goes? Over. over Everybody goes over. Me too. Over two minutes. Will Demi Lovato wear a skirt, dress, or gown? Yes is minus 180. No is plus 140. What what that means is if she wears a dress, you know, or skirt, gown, minus 180. The underdog is like pants or like jogging pants or shorts or whatever. What is she going to wear? She's going to wear a jersey. Like that. She's going to wear a jersey. So we're going to go no plus 140. Right, because that's not a dress. What if she that's, wears a jersey with the – that's a jersey. Okay. I don't I don't know. We're we're counting that as so jersey. If I lose that bet, you're gonna yes, exactly. argue. And actually I'm marking this down too, so you're I'm the bookie. You're gonna end up paying me if you lose these bets. Okay, here we go. Will Demi Lovato omit or forget a word? Yes is plus five hundred, winning five to one. No. She will no way. She's she'll a professional. Forget. You know she's had an issue in the past. She she's a professional. You know she's at Super Bowl, she's had an issue in the past, I ain't. Hey, she's she's coming okay. in. Okay. She's coming in. Will her mic be Demi, on get it together? <laughs> will her mic be on a microphone stand or will she just hold the mic without a stand? No microphone stand at all. Earpiece. Yes is minus one seventy. No is plus one thirty. <laughs> You're saying no microphone stand. I, I, no microphone stand. Will any player take a knee during the national anthem? Yes is four to one. Will will there be a player who would take a knee during the anthem? I mean, it would be big headline news if someone did. I'd say yes, they absolutely do, especially wow. because that's four to one. Kaepernick is in the news that he's kind of getting screwed over by the NFL. But who would like? I don't know, man. That's a huge stage to do something like that on, and maybe that's why they would do yeah, it. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. So you're saying yes? I'm saying that's yes. four to one. Put ten bucks on win forty. I mean, see me look. Thank you. Thank, thank, yeah. Will the total of Donald Trump tweets during the Super Bowl over thirteen and a half? Under 13 under. And a half. under 13 and a half. What do you think he comes in at? He likes the tweet. I, I think he comes in at eight. Eight. Okay. Mark that down. Will Shakira have a wardrobe malfunction? I hope so. <laughs> yes, please do, Shakira. <laughs> the hits don't lie. I'm trying Shakira, to da, da, da. Shakira. Shakira, Shakira. <laughs> please have a wardrobe malfunction. If you do say yes, I mean, it's a long shot. No. Yeah, but anyway. Okay, here's some other fun ones, Hank. Um She's too popular to do that. She's not coming back for nothing. Yes. So when the Super Bowl announces their MVP, whether it's Mahomes or Kittle or whomever it will be, who will they mention first in their speech? Will it be teammates, even money? Will it be God, two to one? Will it be the city of Miami, three, five to one, or the city of Hickory, where they're from? Will it be their coach? Five to one. Will it be the owner of the franchise? Fourteen to one. Will it be their family or family members? Seven to one. City. Or would it be anything else? Five to one. City. City. So you'll the first thing he says is, "I like to thank the our, city, our fans." I'm going to say our fans. Our fans. Okay, the, so city, the city of our, the city of Kansas City. So if he fans. says, "Hey, I want to thank our fan," you know, this is for our fans. I like that. Five to one. Five to one. Good. All right. Got you down. J Lo. You didn't write anything. J Lo wardrobe changes during the halftime show. Will she change her outfit? Two and a half is the number. Does she go over Ooh. the two and a half? Or I was going to say two, so I'm sticking with two. You can go under the total. Will there be a pit bull sighting at the halftime show? He's from Miami. You know, will pit bull show? Nina. <laughs> he's if he shows, which they think he will, he's minus five hundred to show. Yeah, so no, you, you I, no show? I don't think so. You don't think he'll show? No. Hmm. Interesting. How about this? He doesn't just get on stage because he's from Miami. I'll take that bet. Let's do this. I. J-Lo's doing the halftime show. She's down I with Pitbull and Shakira. So I bet Pitbull shows up, give me 10 bucks on it. What's the odds of it? Well, 
he's favored to show up on the stage. <laughs> well, what are the odds? <laughs> okay, if he shows, I get 10. If he doesn't show, I give you 20. For tax purposes, we'll do this after the show. <laughs> okay, sounds good. All right, so got a couple more. We're flying through them right here, flying through them. We're not, but... What commercial will appear first? Because th- these companies that I'm going to call out are... They, Ford they have, is they have unleashing the Bronco. Is that right? Oh, I, I, I don't know, but oh. I would think that this would be a good stage. But go ahead. So, so what commercial will appear first? Audi or Porsche? They're both going to have an ad. Who will appear first? Audi. Even money. Audi. I'm with Audi, too. Cheetos or Heinz? Cheetos or Cheetos. Heinz? Cheetos. Me, too. Coke or Pepsi? Pepsi. Always Pepsi, I think, too. This one's weird. I might unload on this one. Pop-Tarts or Doritos? We already know Doritos got five ads in the bag. Pop-Tarts? Who buys Pop-Tarts? They will have one ad. Yeah. What will air first? So you got five shots with Doritos, or will they put Pop-Tarts early to get no, it over with? Doritos is going to that. They're spending more money. they got to watch that. Exactly. I'm, I'm down with Doritos. All right, a couple yeah, more. How did you know they have five ads? I do. Super Bowl is one of my favorite days of the year, dude. I do all kinds of you fun research. You say that six times a year. Oh, that's very true. I do do that. All right, do this one with for me. Do this one. Color of liquid Golly. poured on the coach. Gatorade. You ready? Is it... The favorite is blue. Nope. What is the favorite? The favorite is clear white. You know, white or clear. Blue, six to one. Orange, five to one. I'm sorry. The favorite is green. The favorite is green. Two and after one. They've got a new one in here. This is where my money is going to lie. Purple, eight to one. Kobe, purple, boom. I think that's a good. You like this? I like that. You like, I like that strategy? This. Eight to one. You got to hope that some fat lineman grabs the Kobe bucket, but <laughs> that's right. The other deal is if they don't pour the Gatorade, everybody loses the bet. Have you heard this? No. That is the sound Vegas gets you. If they don't actually pour the Gatorade on the coach, you're out. Heads or tails? Always tails. Always tails. Tails never fails. Oh, here's a couple more before we go. Um, now this w- this uh, this will make this the last one. Okay. So, and actually, scratch this. We got the Gatorade one. What do you think? Who do you think is going to win the game? Just talk what's, to the, me. what's the spread right now? One. Kansas City minus the one. Kansas City minus the one. I think uh, Kansas City is going to win this game. Do you really? I think it's going to go Kansas City in the under. Yep. I've got San Francisco in the over. So, once again, we agree on nothing, which is which par for the course for this podcast. Right. But I will be watching it. It's so weird. I don't have any Super Bowl plans yet. It's Friday. Normally, we've got them, you know, got a plan a couple weeks in advance. There's like got, six parties that nothing. I'm going to. Are you serious? Yeah. Where, can I maybe tie I don't have privy to show. They knew I was going to see you today. And they, <laughs> they said, specifically, do, do not, not let Chad that. know. But I'll let you know what kind of fun we had. Oh, and we'll take up. selfies of all the fun we're having. <laughs> Sounds wonderful, Hank. Sounds wonderful. Well, anyway, guys, I hope you enjoy your Super Bowl weekend. Hank, good luck in the tournament this weekend. You this too, is buddy. Big, 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 big weekend Any big, for us. other big plans? Um, What's your plans? Tonight? Tomorrow? Tonight, well, we're supposed to have a party for one of our friends that was turning 50. But it, looks, it was a tennis event. It looks like it's going to get rained out, so we're not doing that. Tomorrow, definitely the basketball game, 10 o'clock. And then my buddy Al Gargas is his birthday this weekend. Wow. There's a lot of birthday stuff going on. And then Sunday, I was asked to play golf in the morning and then go straight to Super Bowl. I just said no to golf. Just getting amped up for the Super Bowl, bro. I feel that. How about you, bud? We are – so Reagan left town today, and she's going uh-huh. to Chapel Hill with a couple of her buddies. Cool. So Harris and I, I don't know what we're doing tonight. We've got tomorrow. We have uh, your game, our game. Yes. we got an indoor soccer game. Whoa. Okay, right. after that. 
then uh, I think we're going to go skiing Sunday morning. Is that right? Yep, and then get back for the, uh, the Super Bowl. I think that that's kind of where our plans are. Sounds, little Boys Weekend. I love it. Sounds pretty fabulous. Yep. So, um, Little Boys Weekend, eat a steak. Do something special with your man, you know, celebrating the championship that's going to happen Saturday morning. There's going to be some celebrating. It's going to be be a lot of fun. January 31st, brother. Oh, my gosh. I forget about it. That's a very important day to you. So good luck with that, I can hear my liver shaking. (laughs) I dig it. All right, buddy. Well, thank you for a great show. Thank you to our audience. Big fan for listening to another podcast. And don't forget to check out the YouTube channel. We're on there, too, if you want to see these lovely faces live and in person. Today is Jenny Hines' birthday. Well, happy birthday, Jenny Hines. A beautiful. 27 years old, I'm sure, I'm right? sure. Absolutely. Happy birthday, Jenny Hines. Thank you to the Mesh. Thank you to Moose. Talk to you guys in two weeks. Peace. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.